It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kids TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all the on that bitch. That sound like Teddy Pan. Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. I'm everywhere you need and want to be. Your favorite play cousin, because I'm cute and Thick Lives Matter, bringing you another hot one. Now, it is officially time to take it in. This hilarious, amazing talent has been letting the world take it in with his outstanding comedic timing and genius. You may have seen him on Bill Bellamy's Who's Got Joke, HBO's Def Jam, BET's Comic View, and Kevin Hart's LOL Network. He is also one of the members of the hilarious Did You Miss Me podcast. Author, actor, entrepreneur, comedian. Who is this man? Well, I'm glad you asked. Give it up. <laughs> you brought me out. Ooh. Okay. You brought a brother out. Yes, I appreciate that. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Go ahead and tell people where they can find you on social media so we can get all that good stuff out the way. Yeah, let me go and give y'all that heat. Uh, people, go ahead and do yourself a favor. Go onto the page. It's Delay, I-T-S-D-L-A-I. That's across all platforms. It's Delay, Facebook, Instagram. And go ahead and take a gander into my catalog of funny. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think you'll be highly impressed and, uh, and back for more. Okay, well, I want to start off with your cadence. Look, your deliver, delivery on everything is what tickles me. Because, like, you could just be saying whatever, but just the way you deliver, I'm like, this one here is a fool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me ask you, how did you get into the inter- entertainment industry, and when did you know that you were funny? I was a blackjack dealer. I was a blackjack dealer in Louisiana, and uh, um, I used to talk a lot of shit on the tables. I mean, big shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about these people's money. This ain't my shit. Take all this goddamn money. Take it. Oh, that's right. And I would talk like that. And they kind of let it go at first. They didn't say nothing. They just let that ride. I'm just talking shit, getting this money away. And they started isolating me. They started putting me on dead games. Like Every time it's, my game get busy, somebody tap me out. They, they just started. Long story short, they didn't fire my ass. Uh, <laughs> okay. But before they fired me, I met this guy, a uh, gentleman by the name of Jack in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And... Uh, he, he just saw me on the tables dealing. He's like, man, you, you're funny. You should do comedy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's no, no, seriously, you should really, you should think about this. Blew it off. About six months later, uh, I'm on a standing on a dead game. Like, just finished playing a, you know, a packed table. Game goes dead. That same guy walks up. Hey, man, you still wasting your time, huh? You should do comedy, man. I'm telling you, you're funny. You can make a lot of money doing comedy. I'm like, what? I didn't think, I'm like, yeah, Eddie Murphy, yeah, these guys, but I think that, you know, 
comedians made money. I didn't know of any that made money. So uh, I just gave it a shot. He hooked me up with a guy at the Funny Bone, and I went up and gave it a shot. And I hated it. You hated Why? It. Why? I bombed. I will hell, they all do it in the, first, in the beginning. I bombed. That's why I hate people saying, the first time we saw him, we knew he was a star. You a damn lie. You a damn lie. If he was in there that night, you, you'd be like, that nigga gonna be a, a dealer for the rest of his life. Ain't no way he got any kind of future in comedy. Right. I bombed, man. I bombed terribly. So and what did it take to get your um your first set? Because like you said, you bombed the first time, but I know something made you stick to it. Man, this lady tricked me. That's how I got back on stage. I got tricked okay. back on that stage. Um, this lady by the name of Lacey, I forgot Lacey, Lacey's last name. Huddleston, I think. Anyway, Lacey um, came up to me after the show and I was trying to get drunk. Okay. I was trying to get drunk. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to remember none of this shit. I'm <laughs> at that bar drinking this, I'm drinking everything. Mm -hmm. Drinking. And she came up behind me and she just stood behind me. She was like, and she tapped me on the shoulder. I said, yeah. She was like, I, I want to talk to you about doing another show. Okay. I didn't even turn around at this point. I took my shot. I said, ma'am, did you see what just happened on that stage? All right. Please, ma'am, just let me get drunk by myself. I don't really have time for none of this stuff. She said, no, no, I see something in you. You got to do this again. I said, no, I'm never doing this again. You can go. You can get out of my face with that. I'm done. <laughs> she left me alone. I continued drinking, went to work the next day, embarrassed as shit, because all the people that, work, that I work with was at the show, so they seen me bomb. They didn't even know what to say the next day at work. Oh, man. They didn't know what to say. And I'll be damned, I'm going to my table. And that goddamn lady, Lacey, is standing by my table, waiting on me. Okay. She was like, listen, you have to do comedy. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, you just, just try it one more time. I got this, I got this show coming up. I was like, nah, I'm done. Done, man, please leave me alone. Let me go. I gotta go deal. Please, okay. leave me be, like my grandma said. Leave me be. <laughs> she said, listen. You have to. I'm not taking no for answer. I'm like, all right, fine. So I went back on and I changed my whole set, threw that whole old set away, threw that shit away. Okay. And just started fresh. And I get to the venue, find out this ain't no regular show. This is a goddamn competition she got me in. Ooh! <laughs> okay. I'm hot. Mm -hmm. I'm hot. I'm mad at this woman. I walk into her side. You tricked me. She said, you'll do fine, and tapped me on the face and walked away. Okay. I said, you know what, I want to go first. Let me get my shit over it. I don't care if we, I just want to, I just want to hear the crowd laugh. Yeah, so you're just getting released, yeah. I went up there, did the first, that first joke, and they laughed. Mm hmm I said, oh shit. That's the first time I heard laughter. Right. I ain't never heard laughter. <clears throat> did my second joke, they laughed. I said, I got you bitches now. <laughs> oh, I got you. I was like, stop. Right. And I was just, I was hooked from that. That was it. <clears throat> that was that's, it. That's, so you, that's how you took him in. You brought him in right then. So where, so with, where did you get your phrases from? Like, did it just kind of just naturally come to you and you just go with it? You know, I, uh, I let the spirit move me. <laughs> right. Sometimes you be trying to do shit on your own. Stop. Let the, what the spirit say? Okay. Spirit say move and move. Stop doing okay. shit on your own. Let the spirit move you. Look, the spirit that came to you twice. He had the first angel, then the second angel, Lacey. Come on now. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's why the name of my company is three three three. Is you know that's the symbol for the, always you know having angels around you. Three 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 productions. So yeah, it involves you know the, the angelic spirits always being there for you, and making sure you're solid. When yeah. I started seeing people tag you and they would roll it around their barber chair talking about taking it in, I said, now nah, he got him when we're here. Yeah, to take it in. I had to go, I had to, I had to like, I knew it was going to do something. So I said, <clears throat> let me copyright this. You let better me... get on it. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. People forget to do that part. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, not copyright, trademark it. Let me trademark this. <clears throat> so it oh, is trademark. Funny. Uh, is my yeah, take it in mm -hmm. all yeah. day. That's right. I, I messed up. I'm glad you ass got stolen from me. Dang. Yeah, they they started a YouTube series. I just I never I forgot I just forgot to get it, and they jumped on that thing and had a YouTube series called "I'm Glad You Asked." But it's everybody know that's my shit. But everybody Johnny. know you the original. Come on. <laughs> like you, it, it wasn't deniable, so that's why it was like, all right, if he don't do, we're gonna try to get it. But you know, but but you yeah. know what to do now. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, I, listen, I'm, 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 I, I look at it like this. I feel like <clears throat> Prince Hakeem and, and, and Simi, when they came to America and they were stealing all that shit, mm -hmm. and he was like, man, look at it, stop, stop, thief. And Eddie Murphy told him, no, let them wear our princely garments. Okay. That's how I feel. Go ahead, take my material. I'll come up with something else. That, that's right. You take, I'm you, glad you, you asked. You take, I'm glad you asked. I'll come back. We'll come get this nigga. Mm -hmm. Listen. That's what you I, want? First of all, let me tell you something. Nigga is a, a word that is used every day in my household. Right. <laughs> so then when I heard you say, I said, okay, this, this is honorary family. He don't know he family yet, but he family. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm staying on top of, of, of being creative. So I don't I don't even pay attention to people or, or trying to steal or bite. I'm flattered. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. How was the um, Did You Miss Me podcast brought to life? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I didn't think you would ask me that, but you did. Um, Billy and I, uh, we were, uh, Billy Surreals and I, were, we're frat brothers. So, Cap okay. Alpha I. So, we, uh, we already had that. And I was a fan of his work, like he was a fan of mine. And one day after a show, we had a show in Seattle. <clears throat> he was like, hey, man. We need to do a podcast together, man. Like a storytelling podcast where we just sit down and just tell some stories. I was like, bet, let's do it. Right? This was like two years ago. We sat down, we was in South Central. We in South Central in the hood. I'm from LA, so I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, right. We we in the we in the heat of it. Mm -hmm. But we had the, the studio and shot professionally. And we got in there that summer and we banged out like 40 episodes. Mm. Over like the, during the summer, before we dropped anything, we banged out like forty. Right. And we started dropping. Them. We, you know, put it on the schedule every Tuesday. Dropping, and people started rocking with it. They was like, "Oh, sweet, like, hey, man, we rocked with this." And then females started getting involved with it. You know, you see females. You know, they got their little sexy lingerie on. They got their smoke. They got their little drink. And they took a picture of them watching. You know, you man, I'm like, this shit is doing something. Mm -hmm. And I started going out to different places. I remember I was in Atlanta one time. In the middle of my set, a dude yelled out, hey, man, where your crackhead ain't a black guy at? <laughs> he didn't mean it in a, in a derogatory way. He just right. talked about, you know what I mean? But hey, we love her. 
Right. And I was like, wow, this stuff is really, you know, it's starting to catch on. So, you know, we, we, we're over 100 episodes now, and we're still strong. As y'all know, uh, we added another another member, Kevin Damn Fool Simpson. Yes. That's my brother. Uh, so now we like, you know, we, we call ourselves the 96 Bulls. We out here. Okay. We run it. We I doing things. Right. We running things. Now, you know what I appreciate about your uh, podcast, too, because um, I don't even know who Samo is, but I'm like, I don't know who he is, but I want to meet him just because you be shouting him out. <laughs> well, these are some guys that used to, they used to uh, help produce the podcast. They moved okay. on to do some other things. So they're no longer with the podcast, but the podcast is still strong and we still rocking. I know that's right. Yeah. Keep it moving. All right. So when you first started, how did you come up with your set and were you always a good writer? How did I come up with my set? I was just sitting there. I didn't, I didn't, I know where to start. I had no idea okay. where to start. And I said, well, let me just try to draw from, you know, something personal. And I started, I just started talking about my upbringing, you know, being raised by my grandmother. But I mean, I didn't know how to set it up. I didn't know what to land the punchline. I ain't no shit. All I'm doing is getting on stage because somebody that I seen at my job told me I was funny. I don't know none of this. I don't know how this shit gonna go. I'm in the mirror talking to myself. I'm like, how, we, how am I supposed to do this shit? Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was stressful. You know what I mean? I didn't like, nowadays you got, you got so many ways of, of, of helping you formulate your set. You know, nobody was helping me. Nobody had to put that shit together myself until I keep trying. But that's how I do things in life. It's trial and error for me. Like I'm more, I want to act it out. I want to, you know, rather than seeing it on paper, let me act it out. Yeah, no, that's right. And I, the funny thing is because I've been around comedy for so long, a lot of people are like, why don't you do comedy? I'm like, the difference between a comedian and me is because I'm a writer and I'm, I'm like Erica Badu. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. So Absolutely. You, if I get one boo and I get one, if somebody says something to me, I'm not going to be able to be that bigger person and say, oh, it's okay, whatever. I'm going to ready, be ready to fight you outside immediately. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not my lane because I'm ready to fight like off rip. Like I'm going <laughs> to take the mic, drop it down and just, let's go. Because <laughs> I was like, because they don't understand how hard it is to do this, to put yourself on stage and be judged by millions. I ain't got time. <laughs> I, right. I, but I've got these hands though. So that's why right. I'm like, yeah, that ain't for me. Right. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna go ahead and do my skits. I, I might do acting or something, but I don't know if I can do that, that stand up thing. I don't know about that. <laughs> fight. Don't try you, try Jesus. All day. Fight. Listen, that's my ringtone. Right. <laughs> All right, now, if you wrote a movie today, what kind of movie would it be? What type of character would you play? And what role would you offer me? All that is done. Everything you're saying, if I were, the movie is written. I'm in a movie now. It's called Dirty Cops LA. I play okay. a dirty cop. Uh, he he goes between the good and the bad. And it's a comedic uh, action movie. Um, it'll be coming out in November. And uh, it, it's fun. It's funny. You get to see me, you know, stretch out, improv, uh, okay. have fun with that role. And, 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 yeah, it's, it's something that people are going to be looking forward to seeing, for sure. What platform are you going to put it on? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I didn't think you would ask. You asked some great questions. Uh, we're actually going to, we're looking at uh, doing a deal right now with uh, a couple of people right now. We're just, we're just trying to figure out which one we want to, which one is, uh, it fits us best. But uh, it's going to be out there. It'll, it'll okay. be out there. It's definitely going to be out there. So the next movie you do, I'm going to need a role. 
And um, you okay. can speak that in truth business because just I have speak that. Speak it. Listen. You got to speak it. Then. My mama's flight attendant. I can pull up. Don't don't play. I got the chicken. And she got a strong pull up game. <laughs> That's right. Now, what have you? Um, what was something valuable you learned through the quarantine time? Um, I'm still learning it. Patience. Patience. Uh, that's been my biggest thing. Like, I, I, you know, I, I sometimes when I think something, I need to, I, you know, and sometimes I need to take a breath, yeah. take a beat, and then consider. So, and then that's just in that aspect. In other aspects, uh, I, I don't like to wait. Mm -hmm. I don't like to wait. I'll get up and make it happen myself, Definitely. which could be a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? But for me, it, 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 it's worked out so far. I've learned that like I've, I'm gradually every day learning patience myself and I'm that type yeah. of person too. I've, a lot of the skill sets that I have came from lack of patience <laughs> because I got sick of waiting on somebody. So I figured it out myself. So like you said, it does, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it works and yeah. it works against you sometimes because sometimes like I might be up all night to four o'clock in the morning uh, editing the podcast when I could have just paid somebody to do it. But you know. <laughs> so, right. I feel right. you. Moving on. Who is your favorite rapper? Or singer and why? Mm. Favorite rapper is Rick Ross. Ain't nothing to talk about. It's the best rapper alive. I don't want to argue with nobody. I said what the hell I said. Okay. Rose, Rick Ross. I don't give a damn about what he used to do. I'm talking about Rick Ross. The best man. Listen, you okay. ain't lived your life until you went to a Rick Ross concert. Okay. Rick, man, let me tell you something. I called myself. Man, I call myself doing a fist pump. Ricky, waiting on the nigga to come out. Ricky, 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 Ricky. Nigga, fuck, man. And, he, and you know he come down here. Oh, I'm going shit. Uh -huh. Here he come. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> man, Rick Ross, he just lyrically, he, you know, he, we're in an era where lyrics don't matter no more. You come down and, and, and say anything. Mm -hmm. You say anything. So I can appreciate an, an, an artist that's still uh, masterful with his lyrics. And he 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 definitely is. Favorite singer? Hmm. Man, you gotta go with Chris Brown. You gotta you gotta go. You gotta okay. go. What we doing? I mean, what, what we doing? We gotta go with Chris. Let me tell you something. I've seen this man in concert before. Mm -hmm. You understand? Now he ain't do him. He ain't do the crowd like Michael Jackson. Like Michael made people faint. Like he made adults faint, an adult. They done, he done made them cry. He <laughs> they had ambulance lined up outside because people was fainting. Mm -hmm. This is how big this boy. But I saw Chris Brown in concert at the Staples Center. Mm -hmm. No joke. I remember he had just got out of jail. Okay. And them, these hoes ain't loyal was popping. Mm. I'm standing on the side of the stage, me and Bill Bellum. Bill is hosting. Oh, you got the VIP sits. Okay. We sitting there, yeah, we doing shit big. Me and Bill sitting there next to each other, and we're right by the stage, right on the side of the stage. Trey Song was on there, kill it. Mm -hmm. Kill it. Man, Chris Brown comes out, and I saw, when he came out, I saw a whole pack of niggas just shit the whole, like, 10,000 niggas just shifted, like, whoa, what the fuck? And okay. I said, look at the power yeah. that this man, how he commands a stage. You have to move from what I need to see him. Mm -hmm. 
I seen men pushing women. <laughs> That's Chris, y'all. I didn't know Chris was coming. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those two, Rose and Chris Brown. Now I've seen Chris live. I think I saw him at the uh, Winterfest a couple of years ago, and I had I had my little VIP section because I was with the radio station, and right. his performance off off the chain. Just yeah. you can't you can't deny him. Like he came out like he didn't he didn't come out smooth. He came out and hit a flip. That's the freaking he fucked the music. I'm flipping on your ass right now. <laughs> I'm like, rip. okay, that's what we doing today. He flipping off the rip. That's it, man. That, that boy's talented. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur? Simple. It's so simple. See, people expecting me to go through a long dissertation on how you should do. put your mind to it and put the action behind it. There you go. Ain't nothing else to talk about. That's Just right. do that. Get out my damn face. Do that. All right, now one thing we got to talk about is what inspired you to become an author and write this book? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I really didn't think you would ask me that, but you did. Uh, I was um, in Atlanta. Actually, okay. was, I was in Atlanta filming a pilot, a pilot called The Immigrants. I played an um, <laughs> a African um, motivational speaker. Okay. And, yeah, his name is Olu. Anyway, so uh, while I was on the set, I linked up with the head writer. Shout out to my co-author, Angela Artis. Uh, oh, now? Yeah, I, I linked up with her, found out that she was the head writer on the project, found out she had been, did more, more, than, more than just movies. She had written books uh, before. She read a book for Tupac. So she was like, have you ever written a book before? I was like, I thought about it. She, you should. I'm a fan of your work. Hey. Right. Let's make it happen. And okay. we got back to LA. Yeah. Jumped on that thing and was every day, two or three, two or three times a week okay. doing uh, sessions, recording sessions. And uh, after a few months of recording, she got it and put her spin on it and transcribed it and whatnot. And voila, my first book is out, The Journey Behind the Smile. And I'm actually already working on my second book. Okay. Now, what was the rewarding part about working on the book? Was it just like just getting everything out? Yeah, it was like it was. If you read the book, it's, a, it's, it's one of those books that'll take you on an emotional roller coaster. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll get angry. Uh, and for me, the book was therapeutic because I got a chance to release a whole lot of stuff that had been sitting with me for years because I poured myself out in this book. Uh, so it was it was therapy for me, much needed therapy, and I and I, I healed from it. Oh, wonderful! Oh yeah, definitely tell people how they can get the book. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to ask me. Uh, if, you, if you want an autographed copy of my book, you can go to my website. It's delay.com, I-T-S-D-L-A-I.com. Or you can order off Amazon if you want to get that thing tomorrow. You can order, order off Amazon. Uh, but it won't be it won't be autographed. But you can get it faster. Well, you can get it, it is there from his be. website, people, because that That's means you get all the points. Amazon is trying to get your percentage. Nah, get it from his website. Right. There you go. It's delay.com. All right, now I have to get into the game portion of Candid Kisses TV. So we always try to end it on a fun note. We have our DAQs and we have our kiss or diss. So we're going to start with the kiss or diss. Now, kiss or diss is basically I'm going to name some celebrity crushes. You're going to decide whether you're kissing or you're dissing. And this is going to be the special entanglement edition 
<laughs> <laughs> so we got Taraji P. Henson or Regina Hall. Who you kissing, who you dissing, and then who you want to be in an entanglement with? That's a strong one. Taraji's a Virgo. I like Virgos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you are one. Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> Regina Hall mm -hmm. is really cute and both. I mean, you can't lose. Ain't no losing. Damn, ain't no losing. Give me Regina Hall. I'm a kisser. Okay. And so what you doing I, with Taraji? Entangling her? I'm entangled the shit out of her. You got them right now. <laughs> I'm entangling I'm entangled the shit out of her. I'm entangling the shit out of a uh, 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 cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Lisa Ray or Vivica Fox. Oh, Lisa Ray getting that kiss. Okay. Is Lisa getting that. I'm going to entangle the shit out of Vivica. Next one, Tracy Chapman or Whoopi Goldberg? God damn. That's crazy. Why would you do that? Why would, <laughs> you, ask that? Why would you ask me that in front of these people? Listen, we got to throw a curveball in there. You wrong for that. <laughs> now, which Chapman and which Whoopi? The young ones or the ones right now? You can, whatever Chapman and Whoopi that you want. Fuck. You can have Jumpin' Jack Flash, Whoopi. You can have, give me one reason to stay here, Tracy Chapman, whichever you want to do. Run, give, give me Seely. Run me Seely. <laughs> Run me Seely. You better be Seely, because until you do right by her. Run me Seely then, shit. That's, that's what we're going to do. Run me Seely. <laughs> All right. Last one on that. Rose Bar or Rosie O'Donnell? God damn. <laughs> yeah. O'Donnell or Barr? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't gonna get hard. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> whoever I pick, whoever I pick, I'm not gonna get hard. I'm gonna just let you do that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm so I'm gonna pick, but I'm Okay. It doesn't hand scratch y'all. <laughs> this is tough. This shit is hard. This right here is my fucking trigonometry right here. This is trigger goddamn knowledge. Give me Roseanne. Shit. Well, okay. All right. We are moving on to our DAQ. Yeah, let's get out of that. <laughs> Shit. All right. The DAQs, that is our dumbass questions. All right. So these are random questions I'm going to ask you. You just want to answer to. Okay. If you can make up a word, what would the word be? And what would be the definition? Shit. <sighs> if I could make up a word, what would the word be? What would be the definition? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Shane Crane. Shane Crane. Okay. Shane Crane. Shane Crane. And Shane Crane would be is, is, is equivalent to take it in. Okay. Shane Crane. Shane Crane. Oh, you got to say it just like that. Shane Crane. Yeah. Shane Crane. <laughs> How you That's what you think, Crane. Shane Crane. Shane Crane. S-H-H-H-H-R-A-N-N-N. 
KKK. A N N D. Okay. CK. All right. Next one. If you ran for president and won, what would your acceptance speech sound like? I definitely have music in the background. Okay. For sure. For, the whole time I'm talking. I'm talking live music. Chris Brown and Rose behind me. Singing whatever the hell they want to sing. I don't okay. give a damn. As I tell the whole world, reparations will be bestowed upon my people effective immediately. Mm -hmm. Immediately. If you got if you got descendants of your descendants, your ancestors were, were slaves, you have off the rip. I'm putting, I'm throwing money in the black communities. I'm getting jobs, popping. Oh, I'm a, a, in small business. You a black small business? Okay. You get 22 million. That's what I'm talking about. That's just, that's grant money. You ain't got to pay that. Uh, Delay for president. Come on, man. Give it up. <laughs> Shane Crank. Shane Crank. Shane Crank. All right. What was the first movie that made you laugh from beginning to end? Lord have mercy. Richard Pryor, which way is up? Lord yes. have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Listen to me. If Listen, if you have not seen Which Way Is Up, Richard Pryor, where he played all these different characters, Lord have mercy. I literally, I remember I'm talking water in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Water in my damn eyes. Oh, gosh. I got to watch that again. Oh, my goodness. Man. Which Way Is Up, Richard Pryor. That's a good one. I, you know what's funny about that? I saw it later on in life but i remember the first time <laughs> you know back in the day when you used to record uh music videos on vhs tapes and yeah. i was picking up a video i was like man etv jams coming on let me go ahead and get that i recorded over my mama's which way is up vhs oh that was the ass whooping showing up you would have got your ass whooping that vhs tape I, oh i did oh i did yep. i never yep. understood why until i saw the movie i was like okay i get it now but yep. oh yeah ass was so up <laughs> yeah. Color that movie. I was like, well, shoot, the empty gems alone. I mean, <laughs> and she jammed her foot right up my ass. So it was all good. <laughs> but, all right. What is one song that was your favorite that reminds you of your childhood? Uh, Michael Jackson, PYT. Mm, okay. Yeah, PYT reminds me of my childhood. Jail. Yeah. All right. Now, this is a, it ain't a difficult question. It just makes you think. All right. If money doesn't grow on trees, why do banks have branches? Wow. That's that right there. That's just a rhetorical right there. That ain't, <laughs> ain't got nothing for that. Ain't nobody got nothing for that. You got to take Shane Crank. Shane Crank. Shane Crank. Shane okay. So we moving on to our last little segment so I can let you go so you can go ahead and get to your shows tonight. But yes. uh, during the quarantine, I created me and a good friend of mine, actually my DJ mentor, shouts out to DJ All-Star. We created a game called Singadoo. So what it is, it's a musical game. Of course, you know, we're DJs, so we love music. And what you're going to do, there's different categories. So for example, we have hip hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, Sing and do favorites, which is basically our favorite song. Old school, TV themes, and party and dance hits. So the object of the game is you're going to sing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. Got it? 
Give me an example. I'm, I'm going to. So, okay, for example, I'm going to start off. I'm doing the hip-hop and R&B category. All right, let's see. There you go. What's the name of the song? What's the name of the song? In a, a crunk in the club, I don't know what the what was, See, what was that's what make it hard because people don't know. Get low, little John, Eastside boy, then that thing. Oh shit, that's a hard one. <laughs> so that's how the game goes. Basically, you you'll, so you'll have a car like this, so okay. Name the category, whatever, and then you'll just sing the melody of the song. You can't use the words. Only can use the word do, and then I have to guess what it is. And then, of course, you get a little timer. So when your gotcha. time is up, then I'll let you know. So I'm gonna pick another one. I'm gonna see if you can guess another one. And then I'm gonna let you take a turn. All right, what category? Okay. Hip hop. All right, let's see. Got it. Go digger. There you go. All right, next one. Uh, uh, boy, it's mine. There you go. Come on now. You gotta do it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Give me one more. I'm gonna find what I know. <laughs> okay. Big <laughs> pimp. Uh, you are this your game right here. You get it. All right. So okay, that's how you got your three points. All right, right let's go. We're gonna go to your turn. I'm trying to make sure you can see the uh need to go on this side. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do TV things. So TV things, know, okay. Let me know if you can see it and then tell me where I need to move. Need to move up or uh um uh, uh okay. I got okay. one. I okay. Loving the platform and what you're doing. If you want my book, merchandise, anything, go to my website, 
uh, itsdelay.com, um, tour schedules. I'm about to start touring again. Um, that'll be up in the next month or so. But itsdelay.com. Go get your autograph copy of my book because I want to make that book a bestseller and I can't do nothing without y'all. Let's make it a bestseller. A black author doing things independently. That's what we do. What'd you say? What? It's delay. Itsdelay.com. That is where you're going to get that information from. Question. Are y'all doing any of your podcasts via Zoom? The, um, did you miss me? Yes, we still have, we have a couple of them. That's on Zoom. No, I, need, I need for y'all to let me pull up. Yeah, but we but see we try to get away from it because our viewership they want that in studio. I, yeah. You know what I mean? They just they just want that they want that. I know, you know I, I've been trying to do my in studio. It's it's hard just because you know because these COVID streets is real. So, right. so you know I, I definitely understand that. Yes. But I appreciate you for coming on. I thank you so much. Candid Kisses TV is sponsored by Singadoo and Kissable Lips Cosmetics. Singadoo.com. Did you do it today? You can't be kids without kissing the lips. Make sure you shop itsdelay.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow Candy Kisses TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. That's just it for interview, y'all. Do it today.